Hi, listeners. <laughs> Not you guys. Hi, Sam. Hi, guys. For the listeners, we were talking about Dragon Ball and anime right before we started recording, which included making fun of everyone's favorite butt monkey, Yamcha. Yeah. Send in your opinions on Yamcha. Please. Send in your please. opinions on Yamcha Join on our, our Discord. Discord. Yeah, message them at those other Discord. First and if you want to share more, see more opinions, we're going to do a little uh, free promo for our good friend, Mr. Top Ten List, <laughs> who, months after this recording came out, uh, collaborated with me, and we did an hour-long Top Ten Dragon Ball Tournaments video. After we finished recording it, we literally both, at the end of the recording, went, that was a two-and-a-half-hour unedited recording session. <laughs> we are never allowed to do this again because we will just not shut up about Dragon Ball. We need a third person to stop us. We both went, yes. Yeah, I've got a manga Just make sure you, that, that third person will actually stop you and is not someone who will also get, also get super yeah. deeply involved in talking about Dragon Ball. Spend more yeah. time dead than Yamcha. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need our Yamcha. OG Dragon Ball was great. It's been fun. I'm reading it for the first time now, and it's super. You did you watch it, or is this like your first first time? No, this ever? is my very first experience to Dragon Ball. Oh fuck! I watched, Dude, you're in for a treat. I watched a little of original Dragon Ball. The manga also gets rid of all the the dumb filler they had to do. Yeah, there is. Yeah, a, yeah. So I will say, Dragon Ball had a lot of funny filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was well done. It was back from when filler was just like they it was just stuff that they it. did to expand characters, not weird yeah. shit to kill time. You know as. As much as I envy you, you getting to uh, see Dragon Ball right now for the first time—that's amazing. What I envy more is the fact that when you're done with Dragon Ball, you get to watch all the Team Four Star stuff on it. Oh that's yeah, awesome. I was thinking Dragon Ball is going to be too much to like watch the uh, anime if I ever do. But the, no, the, it's actually Dragon Ball abridged. I might have to do. My, uh... um, if you do move on from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, I assume you've seen Z at least then. Some of the the Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is just what if we took all the shitty filler out of Dragon Ball Z? Yep, I highly recommend that version. Never actually watched any of Team Four Star's Dragon Ball stuff, but I did greatly enjoy uh, Helsing Ultimate Abridged. Uh, by the time they were doing that, they kind of got their routine down. The start of yeah. Dragon Ball is a little rough, but it catches up to where they end up pretty quickly. You can see the point where Little Karibo contacted them and started working with them. Oh, yeah. And then they outgrew him, and he's like, you guys are awesome. And everyone's like, man, poor little Karibo. He got outshined by Team Forest, and he's like, they're a team of guys. I'm one dude. They should be doing better. But also, fuck you. We're not in competition. These yeah. are my buddies. They're, they're, all, they're very funny. Yeah. Except my one complaint is they give Krillin the Yamcha role. But that's because Yamcha does Yamcha that's things. because Yamcha which doesn't is... show up ever. Yeah. Someone has to be the Yamcha. Somebody killed him already, so someone else needs to get Yamcha'd once Yamcha's been Yamcha'd. Yamcha, Yamcha, Yamcha. Yamcha, Yamcha, Yamcha. All right. What's happening here? What are we drinking? Yeah, you know, we're, I am drinking uh, an East Cider Spiced Peach Cider. Ooh. It is their, at the time of this recording, seasonal flavor. Also, happy 10-year birthday to Austin East Ciders, guys. Uh, but they put out 10-year anniversary cans for South by Southwest, and I'm mad about it because it means I can't get the anniversary cans because I'm not going anywhere near South by Southwest. Wise. What are you drinking, Ian? I have more black wheat ale and coffee. Like mixed together or just... No, no, I just okay. have a pot of coffee as well as a beer. I'm drinking Snowstorm Ale by Shells. It's their mahogany seasonal something or other. It's not the seasonal... At any time when we're when you're listening to this, but it was delicious. What are you drinking, Megan? I have milk. Milk. Well, we're talking about the the baby is stealing I mean, all your calcium. Hurt any worse? So good point. Yeah, Megan's got to replace that calcium that the baby's been stealing. The exceedingly long pregnancy time of like two years right now. It's also nice and cold, and the only other cold thing we had was pop. And I didn't really want to do super sugary. Milk is what my uh, old dentist recommended whenever I have a toothache or if I was a cold sore in my mouth because the lactase will act as a numbing agent and make the pain reduce. But I was not old enough to understand what that really meant when he told me that. So I just rolled with it. Should I look it up? Probably. Has it always worked for me, though? Yes. Good enough. Placebo is the strongest medicine. I am drinking cereal milk. I have to ask this honestly, Matthew. 
Yes. Is this milk that was used in cereal, or is this some weird knockoff soda brand that's like hyper sugared milk? That'd be awesome, but no, this is like Yuhu, basically. This is milk that was changed green by our leprechaun uh, that I used in Lucky Charms, and now I'm ah. drinking, drinking the milk itself. It's so good because oh, I love cereal milk. Cereal milk is good. I just imagine that Matthew has a giant vat he's constantly pouring cereal into, uh, so the, and then bottling the milk. My wife wouldn't allow it, but I actually talked to her about an idea similar oh to that at one point. I feel like you can make a profit selling that kind of thing. I could Definitely. see, I could see it in like Whole Foods. I just remember seeing a Tumblr post like ages ago where a guy bought just like ten pounds of just the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Yes, I remember this. Oops, was... all marshmallows. Yeah, basically. It's not even cereal at that point. <laughs> no, there's no grain. Put those in hot chocolate. You took out all the cereal. It just makes it. it a. It just makes it soup. Oh God, not this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not soup if it's just sugar. I want you guys to know, uh, Garrett had to experience one of these arguments in real time by because he was at my place and Kimberly and I were having this debate. Podcast. And Garrett just went. Soup? I'm gonna go. Garrett just left. Cereal is not soup. It's at best of gazpacho. I don't even remember. When, when was that? What is yeah. gazpacho? Is not a cold uh, it was when uh, what and Yuffie came over. Were over. Oh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you saying, were you were quite drunk. DDB follow up's gotta be the podcast about is it soup? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be called Super Salad, but soup spelled super, and it's just all the things that are by definition salad that should not be. Mm. That was that was back when like I couldn't hold my alcohol at all. That was a good yeah. time. Salad. Yeah, the you definition for salad is so open ended. It's a cold dish with a dressing. Like, yeah. By definition, a katsudon is a cereal because it is a grain with toppings. Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> We're not gonna get into this because this will take the rest of this episode. To Sam, you're supposed to be the lawful one, and it's just not pulling through here. I am. I am holding to the letter of the law. Oh, These are God. the definitions. And it is grain with topping. So Oreo and, con and sauce. Cereal has to be defined as a grain. So Oreos. Oreos and yes, Oreos are a, if you put Oreos with something on them, like if you put chocolate sauce on an Oreo, it is by definition a cereal. There's already frosting. Now, what do you mean? No, because it needs a dressing on, or a condiment on top. All right, let's move past the cereal discussion before I have a fucking aneurysm. If it needs a condiment on top, then how are Cheerios cereal? Milk. A dressing or condiment. Okay, yeah. so if you eat them dry, they're not cereal? Yes. No, dry, they are a cereal grain. The dish referred to as cereal is a grain with a dressing. Okay, question. Since typically milk is Sam, that dressing. Question. Yes. If Answer. If you dunk an Oreo in milk, is that cereal? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sam, I have a follow-up question. You said or condiment. If I put mustard on Oreo, is that cereal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Croutons and salad dressing. That's cereal, baby. Yeah. You put croutons in your salad and turn it to the cereal. <laughs> uh, next objectionable question. Uh, do you eat or drink soup? Oh, I just, I just break the bowl and just let it pour over my face, and whatever gets in my mouth, it does. Next question. Are the inevitables going to kill us? What are we doing? Let's get back in. I, 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 Matthew I is the, so done with this conversation. I define the I difference between Gareth soup. Gareth is the only one at risk of being killed by an inevitable right now. <laughs> Gareth, they can't harm me. I'm good. My difference between soup and stew is stew just requires more chewing. Yeah, there are. Yeah, stew basically is a thicker soup that usually has more protein in it. Yes. Like, I would not call beef stew a soup because it is thick and has a lot of chewing required. Exactly. But yes, we are on floor 15, order and chaos floor. And uh, you have been granted permission to exit the power supply chamber. And I successfully lied to an inevitable somehow. Let's go west. Oh, also before you leave, um, you do see the shattered remains of three emerald aristocrats. Oh, they crept on here, huh? Yes, servants of Ner Athamon. We have picked them over for most of their equipment and left anything that we did not deem worthwhile. Mostly because most of their equipment was formed out of this their energy itself. <laughs> Declan, you spy one of them wearing a ring. Actually, who's the most perceptive? Gareth? Gareth's the hyper-perceptive one. Gareth. I am. Gareth, one of them's wearing a ring. 
And it's a ring of force shield. Ooh. I put it on. Oh, those are good. It's a, basically a free plus two shield bonus. If you don't already have a shield. Oh, Matt Marshall Supremacy, Retha. The shield? Fun fact, since I retrained in the shielding arm, like, the shield spell is barely worth it for me anymore. It's only plus one higher. <laughs> I will say I did use a shield, bring a four shield for a really uh, silly two-handed fighter build because it's a free shield. It's a free action to turn on and off. Yep. All right, let's go west. I have to ask a question. Gozer yeah, says always go west. It says this ring generates a shield-sized and shaped wall of force. It stays with the ring and can be wielded by the wearer as if it were a heavy shield. A special creation has no armor check penalty or arcane spell failure chance. Blah blah blah. Can be activated and deactivated as free action. So it's a wall of force, but does it require shield proficiency? Because I'm not no. proficient in shields. Are we sure of that? Yes. I get another. There's no check failure or anything. It so does it require matter. proficiency, it but it doesn't matter. And it's a free action to summon it and leave it. It's literally so good because, like, if you want to cast a spell, you can just like turn it off. Summon it as a free action, cast your spell, and yeah. then resummon it again. The reason there's the no proficiency requirement is because it is utterly meaningless to put it on there. Okay. Though the other reason I had a question about, well, it, it means one thing, which is I can't use shields. This is a wall of oh. force. Uh, oh, well, you can use shields. You don't need proficiency to use a no, shield. No, 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 it's part of his archetype. Oh, archetype. archetype. Yeah, then oh. you're screwed. Armor or shields. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll give it to someone else. Yeah, so you, Blossoming Light specifically cannot use it because it acts as a shield. Mm. I'm uh, Pelta. That's why I went and read it all the way through. Yeah. That is a good, 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 uh, good responsibility. I've never, yeah. I, uh, no, uh, you just, you just made me a Mithril Buckler. Oh, right. Yep. Sorry. I appreciate uh, it. Someone else right. wants it. Yeah. It's just you. I'll, I mean, I'll take it. Uh, My arm is a shield. Is your arm also like one of those shielding fans that like fans out when you got the knife sticking out of it? You know, I don't think so. I, it's not like a modification, like the sharpened it just arm. Is. It is. It's just you know how to deflect blows with your arm. That's literally it. Okay. So you picked up some swashbuckler skills. Also, Pretty your much. arm is alive, so like it can protect you. Exactly, yeah. It's it's inhabited by a ghost or some shit. There's some shit. Where do you wish to go? There is... You said west. The door is unlocked. You can head to the west. It's a hallway. Oh, boy. Yay. Golden wires lead in a shimmering ribbon. The air reverberates with a low hum. It's just a conduit. There's nothing. Is this door locked, Sam? It's not supposed to be. Okay, there we go. What are those? Let me get there. The wires in this floor split at the southern doors and lead to four cylindrical white ceramic podiums in the corners of the room. From each podium rises a large segmented ceramic arm that ends in a multi-finger claw and an array of lenses. Anyone with knowledge planes can try and figure out what these things are. 55. I'm gonna beat me by one. I rolled a 41, which I want everyone to know was really good for me. It is a 19 on die. That is very, that is extremely good for Retha. Retha, you've studied the law. You've, you've studied law of both hell and whatever planet levels come from Axis. Yeah, because heaven is the lawful good. They're lawful neutral. This is a depiction of a section of Axis for medical. It's the med bay. This is a hospital for inevitables that they do repairs on their planar robotic bodies. You don't know what it'll do if they find organics. They involve a lot of laser welding and yeah it doesn't it's not designed grinding. for us what if i used my uh cavalier trap sense and uh we could go invisible that might help i would have to cast it a lot to turn us all invisible. or you can just break the arms yeah also a we possibility. could just run but they're so nice i don't really want to like to break their thing let's just hop across all right uh dimension dooring all the way to the other side of the room He's Gareth's good with that. He's the one casting this, the dimension door. Why am I the one casting dimension door? Gareth, not Gareth. Oh, okay. Could we go five feet beyond that door? I know we can't. Oh yeah, because can... dimension door doesn't require line of sight. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you could just dimension door it is a five feet further jump. from there. Yeah, so if you want to do a blind jump, get yourselves in party order, and then I'll move you. In the middle. Rata, Rata, back up. I can slide out after. Well, Declan has to be in the... Oh, you're going to slide, so Mal Gareth's going to TP. 
and Declan would just slide on it. This happened after, yeah. So we didn't see anything worth looting in here, right, Sam? You can try and rip the gold wiring out of the floor again. No, I'm good on that. I'll pass. I want you to know every single room for the inevitable section describes how much gold wiring you can lose. I just wanted room. to ask them because I was going to say, as far as can I roll an appraise check? Because I actually have four rakes of that. We're leaving it because we want it to be a cool, snazzy ballroom. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. We're not crackheads. We are not ripping the copper wiring out of the floor. <laughs> no, if this isn't copper wire, then it definitely it's wouldn't gold. be. It's gold. It's gold. <laughs> It's gold wire. You can probably rip about 500 gold pieces worth of gold out of the wall, out of the floors. It's so not worth it. No. No. It would cost more than 500 to get somebody to put whatever back in. We'll just keep yeah. it. Retha, are you ready? Yep. Maybe we open that door behind us so we can, like, see. See? Yeah. There are more color routes, which I think are supposed to be large, and I left them small. Oh, hello. They gave us a pass. They said we're okay. We have been informed via telepathy. Oh, good. Why did they huddle earlier? <laughs> Glad that they, you know, they're so efficient with their communication. Do you know which way leads to the to the stairs to, to the next level? The stairs down. You wish to go to the brute of the spire. Yes. Yeah. Which you all would find it weird that they refer to it as the root and not the base. Right. By the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not particularly. The spire does seem kind of alive. Things are weird on Axis. Maybe just I mean, all the buildings grow because it's Axis. Maybe the shit made out of inorganic material just grows. There is the door to the root below is behind me. This one is speaking. Oh, great. However, you, you will not be able to access the root. The key is stored with the Proteans. Oh. We built the lock. They stole the key. You guys do seem to, to give up keys a lot. I do not understand. Here's an Asmodea joke. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Your joke is pointed and rude, but it is not aimed at us, for that is Abadar's flaw. Praise be Abadar, our perfect overlord. Right. Pra- praise be and whatnot. So the Proteans are to the north? The Proteans are to the north and to the east. They have filled their section of this floor with chaos their very presence warping reality around them. Interesting. Well, we need to go get the key from them. So that you we will get down to have the roof. to find it within them. I do not know where it is. Of course not. Why would you go over there? I would not. It is chaotic. Anyways, can you let us by? I will not be able to let you by unless you have the key. However, we can unlock the door to the north. That's that's what I meant. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Click. Thank you. <laughs> Even the doors <laughs> turning sounds lawful. It is a nice clean click. It is perfectly it's lubricated. Tuned. It just sounded like you said click as, as the <laughs> inevitable click. <laughs> oh god, this is terrifying in here. Yeah, sure. The high walls of this meandering cavern look natural, yet the floor and ceiling disappear entirely, Matthew. There is no floor or ceiling. Eat. Wait, what? Above and below, the room gives way to a vast sky of swirling pink and orange clouds stretching to infinity. Scattered islands of flat stone unsupported among the clouds level with this room's two doorways. And you do see some inevitables. I'll take a planes check. Or not inevitables, some proteans. I'll take a planes check. 51. These are Imentesh proteans. This serpentine creature has the lower body of a snake, a humanoid torso, and a bird-like head and claws. You get a fuck ton of facts. Ecology. Missionaries of chaos and heralds of reality's eventual unraveling. Ementishes are the proteins most likely to be encountered outside of limbo. Despite their sometimes loquacious and courtly manner, Ementishes' entropic agenda is ever at the front of their mind, and this inherent madness is evident in the Toth telepathic susurus. That's the word that they use. I'm looking at what that means. Susurus. Susurus, whispering. Yeah. Okay. That constantly surrounds them, threatening to warp the minds of the weak-willed. They are 15 feet long and weigh approximately 1,200 pounds and usually found as solitary, pairs, or envoys of 3 to 10, and they are traditionally found in limbo. And it will uh, look at you and go, Hi. Or so fucked on the facts alignment. I'm like, wait, is that the spire in the back of the room? Uh, you don't know yet. Matthew, they're catalog neutral. You got, you got a 51, you said? Yeah, you got a 51. You got eight facts, so you've used two. All right, well, those are the two most important to me. Uh, special attacks. 
Inflict Warp Wave. Oh, Unlike that. that. Constrict, they have a sneak attack and several spell-like abilities. What the hell Inflict Warp Wave is? As a standard action, an Imantesh can inflict a warp wave upon any corporeal creature within 100 feet. You can resist the effects with a fortitude save. If the Imantesh wishes, it can use this ability as a swift action, but it is also affected by the warp wave unless it resists the effects with its own fortitude save, and it's a table effect. Oh, I love this! The positive of it is you take ability score damage, negative levels, blinded or deafened, confused, entangled by pure energy. You become fatigued, nauseated, stunned, sick, and staggered. You gain hit points. You're affected by heal. You're hit by a failful polymorph. You explode with energy. You just explode. You're turned to stone permanently. What a wild list. Uh, next fact is special defense. Amorphous anatomy, permanent freedom of movement, DR10 lawful, immune to acid polymorph, sonic electricity resistance, and spell resistance. Does amorphous mean that they can't be crit? Uh, yes. They cannot be crit. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, amorphous anatomy gives you gives them uh, a 50% chance to ignore crits and precision damage. And an immunity to all polymorph effects. Weaknesses, and then I'm done. No explicit weaknesses, but they do have blind sense. I'm good. That's all I need to know. That's the imprecise. That's the imprecise one, yeah. But also, as part of their amorphous anatomy, if you do something to make them blind or deaf, it only lasts for a round as they just spontaneously grow the necessary organs in a new spot. Gross. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, also, their spell resistance is only 21. That should be eight facts. Perfect, let's go. Why are you here? Yes, why are you here? A second one kind of flies over and glares at just uh, I love how these guys just look like Sam not? the Eagle, even though Sam the Eagle is like one of the most lawful Muppets. <laughs> he is the most lawful of law Muppets. It's the American way. He's also so lawful that he crosses into Chaos Muppet with his rigorous he does. order. Yes. Which is part of my belief of law and order. Chaos are two sides of the same coin. So you asked, you asked a question, why we're here. And the reason we're here is real quite simply is to get the bottom of something, try to figure something out. What did the uh, being below do to deserve to be trapped? That's my first question. I don't know. You don't know. Nah. What is it? What is the- I'm kind of guy. Yes, some kind of guy. Yeah, he planted the seed. Yes, he planted the seed. It grew the tower, the spire. It grew from the seed. Yes, he planted the seed and built this glorious tower. And the wizard, the wizard wanted the tower. And we wanted to see what the wizard would do. We watched the wizard. Yes, we watched the wizard. And then the law came and we fought the law. We stole their key. Yes, we stole their key. We hit Did it. the law win? I was thinking exactly like we are on the same way, like, hey, bro. <laughs> Just like right there, boom. What, what happened with the deputy? <laughs> That'd be you guys, I think. <laughs> the Inevitables were smart. They locked us in. Yes, they locked us in. We cannot leave, nor do we want to. But if we did, we couldn't. But then we would. Why don't you want to leave? Why would we leave? We can be here. Where is there to go? Do you know? We cannot leave because the Inevitables won't let us leave. And we won't leave because the Inevitables are here. But you said you wouldn't leave even if they did let you leave. Oh, but that wouldn't be so fun, would it? Why don't we play hide and seek? We hit the key. You seek it. Yes, that's way more fun than fighting. Oh, fighting is so what everyone expects us to do. The law, the order, boring. I want to play games. I'm with you, man. Yes, the games. Why? Yes, the games, guys. It's the game. You gotta play the game. So you don't know what's down there, you have a key that you stole, and you can't leave, and don't want to leave. You guys don't make any sense! Make perfect sense! Alex tried to make sense of living chaos. Absolutely makes sense. I stole the key, because they, it, yeah, it's all makes sense. I also, uh, Sam, I'm gonna go ahead and cast an, uh, a fly on myself so I can actually move around here. <laughs> These probably be like Jigsaw, yes. That is the vibe I'm going Wanna for. Wanna play a game? All right, you cast fly on yourself. That's a great plan. Anyone else have some sort of flight or means of teleportation between the uh, the islands? 
And technically, if you have good acrobatics, it wouldn't be hard to jump it. As they're doing this, they're jumping between the platforms and like changing shape, like 1930s rubber hose physics, where they like jump to a platform, they squish and then reform. <laughs> you know what? Dang it! Maybe I should have gotten dreadwing armor. Like I have Featherfall, but that won't exactly save no, you. No, that's not gonna help. No floor. It could help someone give you time to catch you. That's true. Just have deck in reverse gravity, then you'll fall up. Yeah, there that we go. That doesn't help him either. And, and you know what What else wouldn't fall up with us? All the lava. That's not lava. That's just the sky and the floor. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that is the sky and the floor and everything in between. Yeah, I have no means of, of flight. Uh, maybe keep a lookout from here? Yeah, I can just watch. It'll be fine. I trust you guys. I'm not that good at finding things anyways. I mean, I can barely see in this room. I can't do shit either, so... <laughs> All right, well. It's okay. My perception's not that good. We'll play Tiddlywings in the corner while they do. While they, they do search things. for the <laughs> thing. Yeah. Well, Retha just sits in the corner like, no talk me, I ain't gotta find that Retha art. Oh no, it's the, the Elasna start. Yeah. All right, wizards are flying. Declan is dimension hopping. Mal Gareth, you wanted to go see what this, you guys wanted to go see what the swirling thing in the corner was. Sure, I'm air walking. And uh, Declan, you also wanted to check out the, the floating chaos sphere thing, right? Yes, I do want to go check it out. All right. This cavern has lost most of its floor and ceiling to endless pink sky and a multicolored whirlpool floats in the air at the chamber center pulsating with light. To the west, a bleached serpentine skull several feet in diameter sits in an alcove above a narrow ledge. Two red tulips are growing up through its vacant eye holes. Tiny glass bottles for the liquid and stacks of small stone ring the skull. This is a portal to the maelstrom. That explains a lot. That does make a lot of sense. The whirlpool is or the skull is? The whirlpool is the portal. The skull is just kind of weird. Maybe close it before Vesmara comes through with her sailing ship and just steals everything. Eh, she hasn't come through yet. I don't think her boat could fit through it. Up one floor, there's a portal to the abyss, and here's a portal to Maelstrom. Oh, well, well. And there's also a portal to Axis somewhere on here that the Inevitables use, too. This is interesting. Yeah, this place is just full of stuff. I just love how the, the Inevitables rigged up this whole place so that you can't planar travel so that nobody could get reinforcements and yet they have a portal to access and the proteans have a portal to the maelstrom so like they all get reinforcements anyway yeah, I, I just don't think you can go through I'm sure they're broken yeah they're non-functional the inevitables they rigged up a device that prevents planar travel and the proteans rigged up their own so neither of them can be traveling anywhere all right what's the skull are you detecting magic on the skull yes uh, there's a fuck ton of magic here. Specifically, several of the offerings around the skull. Most of the stones are ordinary smooth fist-sized river rocks, but buried among them are a sixth level pearl of power. Okay. A pink rhomboid iron stone. Right. <laughs> a potion of blink, a potion of haste, and a potion of non-detection. And the skull itself pings magic. A pink rhomboid iron stone is a plus two enhancement bonus to constitution. That's nice. It costs 8,000. Someone doesn't have a stat belt on. Gareth, do you want another? Yeah, so with the pearl. With the pearl. I really want the pearl. Yeah, you look at the skull. You think it might be the uh, control board, for lack of a better term, for the portal. You probably, if you fuck with the skull, you can figure things out. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Wait, right if now. I grab that pearl? Is that okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I can't use it. You're the only, it's you and Maldrick are the only people who can use right, it. And I don't think he can use the, I don't think he's got level six spells, so. Did you guys find the key? No, I found this great pearl, though. No, it's not over here. Oh, okay. Can I roll a perception check? Yeah, you can roll a perception check as you hop and fly through the rooms, both of you. Uh, Maldrick, are you hopping and flying with them? Yeah. All right, you can also roll me a perception check. Uh, Retha and Pelta, you can- I'm not, my perception is plus four. But well, it's plus 14 at the very least, then, because of, uh... one. I have a 50, so, exactly. Less than a 50. Yeah, there's a secret door right here. In the not-so-real wall? Yeah. It is unlocked, because why would they use locks? Proteans. This small alcove is shaped as if it were formed from natural stone, yet every surface appears to be formed from maroon velvet. The walls are warm to the touch and gently pulse like a heartbeat. Thrown together in heaps on the floor or stabbed into the velvety walls, there are two prominently displayed items. The first 
is a two foot long mass of twisted and tentacle. It's a T-bar. It is a two foot long mass of tentacles and twisted tentacle-like tines with a T-shaped handle. A uh, second key with a screaming devilish face on the bow. All right. Declan, one of them is magical. The other is a key and the face on it matches the same face as was on the artwork in the diabolical chapter of the Book of the Damned that you already broke into the lockbox of and recovered. I just wrote a perception for fine tra- uh, for using my fine traps ability, a total of 47. No traps, but I'll tell you what other fun things are in here. Okay. The first is a folding boat. Perfect, Declan, you can fish on your folding boat. I exactly what I was thinking. Oh my God, this is so good. We can go fishing together. Is there a loot in the loot? No, but there is a stuffed pigeon with one leg. Um, Marvelous pigments, a hand of glory, belt of physical prowess, plus four for strength and con. Mix alongside a random household items such as potted, sickly potted plants, several rude paintings of inevitables, scraps of colored paper, and a stuffed pigeon with one leg. Uh, Marvelous pigments, I think, are really fun. They're messed up. You make stuff in their Yeah, they're messed up. There's a whole builds around them, actually. Yeah. You can make objects with them. You can paint permanent objects by depicting them in two dimensions. Wants to wear a mummified hand around their throat. I mean, hand of glory. Yeah. Doesn't the hand of glory give you a third ring slot, basically? It does. It does. It's a good item, but it's a mummified hand. Kind of wear. It's it. yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if he, if anyone has an extra. Not uh, for some reason the uh, blossoming light cleric is not about the uh, mummified hand. Does let you use daylight again. I mean. It's fine. I don't need it. But the twisted tentacle tine key is definitely weird. Okay. It might be the key. It might just be some weird statue. You're not sure. I'll take it. It weighs a lot. You might just want to, like, scoop it into the bag of holding. Yeah. After you pull it out of the wall, then the wall bleeds a little. Sorry. It gurgles. I'll I'll take the other one as well. And, uh, yeah, you have the key. And there's also a door if you want to go collect your teammates. Maldrick, I assume in the time this is they've been gone, you have been getting trying to convince the Protians to do a drinking contest, and Retha is resisting the urge to murder them on sight. We're playing a very calm game with very static rules. Retha's just like having a staring contest with one of them, probably. You stare, and every time it goes to blink, it just grows a new eye to keep contact with you and blinks the other eyes, or rather absorbs the other eyes so it never has to blink. And uh, yeah, Declan and Gareth return with a thing. You found it. Yes, you found it. The key, the key to the root. The key, okay. Yes, and you found our treasures. Oh, what fun. You should go talk to our friends. There are things you could, so many things. Yes, so many things. Have you ever wanted to be? Yes, you can be. Where's your friend? We can be but. Uh, we were advised against talking to their friends, were we not? Are you yeah, going to listen to those stuffy people? Of course not. Are they really people? They're not really people. They're more like robots. What's a robot? I don't know, but You're I've heard the word. You're not people either if they aren't people. Are we people? What is a people? Are you affected by humanoid spells? I suppose we're not man. What is man? I believe a miserable it's a- little pile of secrets. Yes, you've heard the book. Man is a uh, featherless biped, so uh. They're not bipedal. They are not bipedal. I have. Do, do we have, have legs? legs no, we don't have legs. What if I wanted legs? Grow some legs. It yes. Was explicitly no. mentioned that they have feathers. Yes, it is mentioned that they That's have feathers. True. Also, one of them just grew like six legs. That by by two is uh, biped. The uh, inevitables might actually be featherless bipeds. They might have feathers under their armor. They don't have under their armor. That's Earth true. T-shirt. Their armor simply is. Their quintessence. I almost made a very deep cut comparison to ver- that was only for me, even though I don't need it. That was, they're like the Makuta and Bionicle, where they're just sentient suits of armor inhabited by pure energy. Basically, except the armor is also just made of pure energy. But, yeah. yeah, they have a proto-steel armor, which is like adamantine. Quintessence is weird. Yeah. No, I was talking about a Bionicle. Oh. They call it, it's called proto-steel, which is just like adamantine. Yep. And Galarian. So yes, there is a, um, there is a door to the... East and the wet door where that inevitable is guarding. East. And do we want to play with our friends? I don't know that we do, but absolutely we do. 
mean, we don't have a real reason to. We absolutely do. Aren't we supposed to clear out this entire tower? Every other floor we went to. I don't think you want to clear it out, Gareth. You know what that means. No. I mean, you know what I'm saying. We're supposed to make certain... I have an idea. But they'll about... leave if we get the thing gone downstairs. How about the rest of you go and talk to their friends? Hi! The two of you that can fly go and talk to their friends, and the rest of us stay here. Sure, that, that'll be... All right, so splitting we'll the party. Spaldrick wants to challenge them to a drinking contest. Gareth will happily come. We'll come back here if we get into any trouble. Yeah. All right, we'll be ready. All right, so I got one, I got two, and I got that. Right, before Gareth leaves, he's going to look at Ruffin and say, Look, you may not understand them, but they haven't attacked us just like the Inevitables didn't attack us. So, I mean, might want to... That's why I haven't attacked them back. Attacking would be boring. Rutha just pulls out a deck of cards and looks at Pelta and goes, do you want to play cards? Sure. Pelta and Rutha play Gwent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you guys fly over here and you can open this door. Pelta starts complaining when there's two aces in the deck and the uh, Proteans just laugh. Or there's like two aces of spades or something. The the Proteans just replace the entire deck with jokers. <laughs> five of a kind. I also have five of a kind. Out of uh, of caution, the door, the fine traps. With the fine traps, bonus because... No open. traps on the door. Let's open the door. All right. Yeah, you should be able to open the door. All right. So you see creatures. They look like this. Tentacles tipped with snapping jaws emerge from the serpentine creature's back, complimenting the vicious maw and its reptilian face. These are now net proteans. And in this room, this chamber is large and oddly shaped with numerous alcoves and protrusions. Instead of stone, many of its walls appear to be curtains of shifting green mist that whirl and twist but always maintain a flat vertical plane. Through the mist, another room is dimly visible. And you see them playing tag with each other, running through the mist and appearing Pac-Man style on other parts of the wall. That's the best thing ever. Welcome to the recursion chamber. They're playing tag, and it, and it is Pac-Man rules. So if you jump through the west wall, you fly, out, come out the same speed, direction, and angle as the way you entered on the east wall. Hey, Declan. So, what do you think? I mean, let's, we can just keep moving through, I guess. Hey, hey, hey. And he skitters real up close to you. Declan's got like his tongue in your ear. Hey. Uh, hey. You want to play tag? I'm good. You want to play tag? Thank you. No. Um, maybe later. Okay. And he skitters back like someone just put him in reverse. He's <laughs> looking rewinds. And they just go back to I playing tag. Looks pretty fine. Uh, let's just get to the other side. More perception around the room, see if there's anything, you know. One of them accidentally tramples you, Declan. Like, <laughs> because you just run, like, you're there, and this this one just yeah. runs out of the wall. I am going to move Pelta and Retha just so that you guys can see what's happening. You are not in the room, just so you can see what's in here. There's a big, big voice. Yep, and uh, there's a door to the south. Do you Anything get? else as we walk through? Uh, they're just playing tag. And then one of them starts viciously beating the crap out of the other after he catches him. And then he stops, and then runs away. You're I'm it! I'm glad I didn't play tag. And it seems like whoever is it just gets to beat the crap out of whoever uh, they catch. Listen at the next door. You hear nothing. Let's open up. There are runes on the floor. This room is shaped like two towering cylinders fused together with the southeastern wall partially caved in. Etched into the floor in the center of each cylinder is a glowing rune. The northern rune glows green and the southern rune glows red. Runes are your deal. Yep, what they say. I think they say I prepared the exploding runes today. They just say change. Oh, it says change. Are they magic or just- They are very magic. You have never encountered magic this complicated before. You don't even know where to begin kind Whoa. of magic. <laughs> but they don't seem- They're doing something else. Yeah. Tra- they're not traps. You don't detect any traps. That's okay. what's in this room. Does someone touch the runes? Magic that's I'm more avoiding powerful it. than anything I've ever I seen try before. I not to touch them. Not now powerful, more complicated. More complicated than anything I've ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what'll happen if you touch him, so try not Declan to. Declan doesn't know what'll happen if Mr. Galaxy Brain doesn't know what'll happen. It's one of those things where you have to see what happens to find out what happens. Yeah. Maltrick, are you touching it? No. No. I'll throw, I'll toss like something onto it, see if that. What do you toss onto it? 
like a stone. Just like nothing happens when you toss a stone. Maybe he has to be alive. My guess is some kind of polymorph. I have an idea, if I may suggest. Yes. Sure. Yeah. What if we toss the stuffed pigeon onto it? Well, that's fun. Let's try it. Yeah. Put a stuffed pigeon on there. Nothing seems to happen to the pigeon because it's so. an object. I'm gonna open up my butterfly cage. You've had a butterfly this whole time? Butterfly cages since the beginning. I just I had no use for them till now. That butterfly has had to have been changed like nine times. Oh no, now. he's got like 20 like caterpillars in there in the cage. And okay, so you're just carrying a little terrarium exactly. around with you. And so he takes one of the caterpillars and throws it off the thing. The butterfly explodes. <laughs> and in its place, or rather its explosion parts, coalesce and transform into a butterfly-sized Shabti. Basically, uh, oh God, how do I describe it? It's like an undead thing. They're not undead, it's uh, like a construct. It's a construct that someone made to avoid dying and being Basically punished Basically like a scapegoat yeah. sort of thing. Like, yeah. you know how, um, oh, I heard it described as like an ancient Egyptian, like. Yeah, they would make these figures and put them in tombs Basically, to, be punished to like in your place, to be punished your in your crimes. place, so that you could go to the afterlife and party. Good thing we didn't step yeah. on that. Yeah. Also, that poor Shapti. Is there like a, there are like a race of people? We just made a whole construct that's just the mind of a caterpillar. Yeah, it starts like inchworming around. <laughs> uh, well, now I feel bad. At least we know that your caterpillar went to heaven. That's right. You know what? Was not damned to hell for Probably its many Elysium, crimes. Probably but uh. You see, the caterpillar is now with Desna. It's wonderful. Well, actually, worse. Uh, Shabti are immortal unless they're killed. So you have made an undying caterpillar. Yeah, we can. I'm gonna get rid of it. It does have caterpillars. Yeah, you can just yeah, step I, on it. I kill it. <laughs> All right, you kill it, and you've got Shabti goo on your foot. Why does the construct have goo? Because it can bleed. <laughs> All right, uh, there's two doors here. Which one do we want to? I traps on both and uh, blah, 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 you know? No traps on okay, either. Listen to both. There's whirring coming from the south. Whirring from the south. Well, we can go there first. As you open the door, it sounds like the same humming whirring that Inevitables have had. Okay, this just goes back to... Yeah, and there's some guys in. here. Oh. You'd have found these guys, guys eventually, because you'd have found the secret doors. And then there's the spire in the middle. In this room, Declan, oath in this room here, this is the Axis transport chamber. Okay. That is sending out the jamming signal that prevents... Everyone from leaving. Everyone from leaving. If we figure out something to do with the thing in the basement, we can reassess the situation up here. Maybe send everyone help. They were jamming the Protean, the Maelstrom portal, and that skull was being was the jammer for the, uh, for the Axis, Axis portal. portal. So whichever one you disable first will let a deluge of the other in and would overwhelm one side. So you're yeah. saying that this is the one for the... If Gareth destroys this device, the Proteans will be able to flood the area. That would not be good. It'd be very bad, actually. Help anyone. It would be very bad for us to do either before they just leave on their own. Let's see what's in the basement. There are some guys here. These are a new creature I learned about from this, from here. Callborn. This creature has a split-jawed mouth, a hood-like growth on its head, and two hideous elongated fingers on each hand. You may roll planes. 40-something. They are neutral creatures. Um, and as you get closer, they immediately detect you because they have psychic powers and go, Hello. Are you here to join our study? Having a study? Um, your study of... Study? What? We are observing the stalemate between the inevitables and the proteans. We have come here to observe what they are doing, for we can see all within our mists. I think we're, we're just passing through. We're not looking to interfere, but we're just passing through. They can eat thoughts, and they have an ability called cooperative scrying, where they can join hands and scry on anything. That's I'm cool. just gonna look around the room, see you. They also have a hive mind and psychic deflection which gives them a bonus to deflection bonus to their AC equal to their charisma. See if there's anything of interest around here. Anything? Nope. Unless you want to try and break the um, floor and steal the gold wiring again. All of the treasure on the floor was in fact that room and the gold wiring. Okay. Yeah. The room was good. Are you saying the Proteans lied to us? 
They said their friends had stuff. Their friends did have stuff, didn't they? They had a tag. They were playing tag. Oh, that's right. You found the stuff before we talked to their friends. Yeah, yes. they just lied to you. Yeah, it seems like a pretty protean thing to do, honestly. It's more fun that way. I do love that the proteans seem to just have like a back door into the uh, locked chamber. Yeah. But no guards. Well, you guys did open those doors. Right, so, so far, there's mm-hmm. how it got attacked, which is good. Exactly why if we leave things as they are, for now, nothing happens. As the Protean said, you expect us to attack, but where's the fun in that? That's not the fun way to I play. I didn't expect to attack me. Ratha, maybe. She was the only one really in danger. Uh, you can regroup with Pelta and Ratha and enter the Spire Chamber. Are there stairs going down to the root, or...? Why don't I describe this room now that you're all in the middle of the uh, Spire area? This huge chamber was once square, yet the northern half has bubbled and run as if melted. Above, the ceiling arches up in a dome braced by grand arms of stone carved to resemble the ribs of some great beast. From the dome's zenith, the perfect green glass column of the spire spears downward. Where the spire meets the floor, it is clasped by two wide horizontal brass doors set flush with the stone. The spire pierces these doors along their seam, where the bronze conforms perfectly to its smooth cylinder. Runes and hieroglyphics, some crude, some incredibly intricate, cover the doors. Half of the room is nice and clean and precise, like an inevitable, and the other section is chaotic and unformed like a protean. If a character can read multiple language, investigates the runes on the bronze door, this is what it says in every single language. Warning. 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 This doors can actually function like a Rosetta Stone because every word on it is warning in a different language. Well, it tells you how to say warning in every language. <laughs> I'm describing how the book describes it. It, it. it functions like a Rosetta characters, Stone. Though. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe we can all learn Druidic now. We can all learn one word of Druidic. (laughs) We can learn one word of Druidic. (laughs) And the Protean will look at you and go, Why are you here? Who are you? Uh, I'm going down. We were told to investigate things, um, the thing below. The root. The root. You want the root? Yeah, go to the root. Okay. Yeah, why not? That's funny. It's been a while since something's changed. We need change. The Protean says that? The Protean says that. Halt. Do not engage the Protean. Do not engage the key. Do not engage the spire. Depart. But we were told we should go down. Yep, bye you guys. I do not know what you are referring to. And then this door opens. Didn't you get the message from the guys out? Oh, they figured it out. No, this room is shielded from all telepathic contact to prevent the Proteans from Ah. betraying us. Ask your friends then. Oh yeah, go ask your friend outside. Hello, hello, I understand. (laughs) <laughs> they have just real quick telepathic conversation. Do you see that these guys also huddled as they did that? <laughs> Does it flow faster if they get closer? Is that why? Maybe it's just trying to be polite. Yeah, telepathy can only travel at the speed of light, so getting closer makes it incrementally faster. Oh, they wanted yeah. to make sure that uh, inside voices, uh, so that if there was like a Lashunta or something, they couldn't pick it up. Mm. Declan, you do also looking this over because you love languages. Love languages. About half of these are languages you've never seen or heard of. Like, you don't know what they are. The characters are completely foreign. They may not even be languages native to Galarian or even this solar system. Love it. Or even this plane. Or even this plane. Several of them are not native to this plane. I learned how to say warning in English. Yeah, English is on there. (laughs) And uh, World War II era Russian. World War I era era Russian. Yeah, Yeah, you also learned warning in Cyrillic. (laughs) And French. Well, Cyrillic's just the name of the alphabet. Oh, it is? I thought it was also the language. No. No. We learned it in Russian, but it's Cyrillic characters. There's Hebrew on there, there's Japanese, there's Chinese, there's all the languages. Uh, you don't know any of what any of these words are, but you know that they no. must say warning. <laughs> and there's really a lot hope. of different languages with concepts of warning. <laughs> but I need a perception check. Ooh, 47. Declan, you're like glossing over all of these runes, like looking at them, and then one of them is a symbol that doesn't make any sense like it's kind of gibberish you kind of like put your hand over it and it feels removable and as you do it is the aslanti sigil for root and its shape matches the shape of the key Uh, can you three four however many there are can you like make sure nothing comes out of this room except for us we will reseal the doors once you leave sure okay but we need you to unlock them and like 
an hour? Yeah, we'll, we'll be coming back the same way. Is there a way that we can... I guess you guys will still be guarding in here. We'll yes. figure it out. It'll be fine. There's yeah. a spire. Also, presumably, we could use the we'll, transport we'll tokens not. to get out. Probably. Yeah, probably. I have a secret knock. It's a shave and a haircut. And with that, you have cleared floor 15. Ordering chaos. Last one. With no combat, baby. No combat. Because sometimes you guys Probably get a headshot. Probably the best to keep Gareth and Retha from getting clawing at each other. Yeah. Better than picking a side. Yeah, but also this is a great floor to have just social. And I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not. Combat stuff. And I and don't be so sure that that uh, is gonna stay that way. <laughs> well, and we now have we some will descend. Of being of pure chaos. On yeah. Floor Just 16. so everyone else is in agreement. If Gareth what tries to one v one all the inevitables, we're fucking not one v one. They're gonna leave anyways once we deal with whatever's down so. here. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, they all just go. Yeah, they don't usually lie. They're lawful. Their word is their bond. Chaotic of them. They're not actually capable of lying. Right. As you descend the stairs, there gets to a point where there's no like no floor or anything down. You'll need to fly, climb, or... Hey, Pelta can finally use Featherfall. Yeah, I can use Featherfall. I've got a spell for that. I've still got fly up. Do I want? All right. I should have got that Dreadwing armor. And as you... Well, you guys could just go back and get potions or yeah. something. You don't have to go down immediately. Better not leave the door open for the thing to come. Yeah. Also true. And we will descend into floor 16, the Emerald Root, next episode. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeon dive bar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dungeon dive bar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind the scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirwolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.